You're listening to the State of Love and Trust, a Pearl Jam podcast. Follow the show on social media and remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice. Now, here's Jason and Paul. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The State of Love and Trust. It's a Pearl Jam podcast, and I'm one of your two hosts, Jason Carapesi, and alongside me, as always, is... Paul Gilliari. Paul, that was a hell of a run talking about Yield. Uh, I feel like the band is not done talking about Yield. They just dropped, uh, I think today, they dropped... Um, well, I guess it was a couple of days ago, they dropped the uh, the dual reissue vinyl on red gorgeous red vinyl it's like my goodness that's lovely it was lovely uh, copies are coming to the house so yes i'm I'm excited i uh and you know it's i have my own vinyl copy of yield obviously the black vinyl Mm -hmm. classic well kept um we just gave away a copy we did and you know i've got this extra copy now uh it's in mint condition but I, I, I don't. What should I do with this copy? I Jason? don't know. I know what I should do with it. I should buy batteries with it. That's what I should do. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody no. who has no clue what we're talking about, that's a lovely no. callback to when uh, Paul had no code, and you could have returned it for batteries, but you did not. We gave it away yeah. to a lovely winner of our uh, like a raffle. Yeah. So that 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 came out, and I assume it's probably sold out at this point. Um, they had they had some new print poster of like the yield cover but like letterbox like long wide cool thing that sold out um i just saw today as we're recording this uh a and they call it deep in a deep playlist pearl jam put out so pearl jam basically picked a live version of each song from yield and made a playlist out of it and you can listen to it on youtube or spotify kind of like our live cut yeah to the to the year they didn't stick to the tour but they said it bounces all around like 2013 2003 yeah so it's they're they're bouncing around but i am i haven't had a chance to listen to it yet but i'm curious to see what they chose as am i I, I, we should compare that to to the one that we have Mm -hmm. and then compare that to the green habit comp Ooh, right so that's a great shout maybe we have a couple listen guys we're we're closing in on 150 it's a big milestone we appreciate y'all's support being here listening telling your friends so we've got some cool episodes coming up building to that point um viewer not viewer listener mailbag is coming up um we've got a lovely interview we're doing tomorrow night well i guess it's tonight as you're listening to this that'll come out next week uh the world famous k-rock is an institution a rock radio institution mm-hmm. in this country and nicole alvarez has been on the mic for over two decades, uh, we're going to talk to her for next week's episode, and I am beyond excited because she's a massive Pearl Jam nerd like we are. I could not be more thrilled with this opportunity to to chat with somebody who not only adores the band as much as we do, because we, we've had a lot of outstanding individuals come mm-hmm. on the podcast and uh, and chat with ch- chat Pearl Jam with us. But g- given what it is that Nicole does, just b- being a media personality. It'll be fascinating to to chat with her. You've done a lot of a, a, a lot of research, a lot of uh, um, they call it investi- leg work, Paul. Yeah, leg, leg work. work. Yeah, you did, you've done a lot of leg, leg work, and uh, I, I want to tell the good listeners who hopefully are feeding the algorithm as we speak, mm-hmm. which is not true because they're listening to us as we speak. Actually, they could pause it right <laughs> they, now. They they could. That's a hell of an idea. Pause <laughs> and then go feed the algorithm. Yeah. Rate. Review and subscribe if you haven't already, or unsubscribe and then subscribe again there you go. to your podcast platform of choice. You know, On your podcast, I got to use the right prepositions here. There State of love and trust. Well, uh, that's a lovely thought. Yes, please feel the algorithm. Let other fans know where we are. I, I found that there's been a lot of new follows on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook recently. Yes, for for um, which we are grateful. We are very grateful for that. Um, more so, less because of the words said about us and more about the fact that it's reaching more people. Um, speaking of new people, there's a gentleman named William who messaged us on Facebook 
I want to read this to you because it's not about Paul and I. It's about the fact that he's excited about another place to talk about his favorite band. Mm-hmm. He says, um, hello, Jason and Paul. Thoroughly enjoyed your, po- thought, your thought-provoking podcast and Pearl Jam music. The group is truly a generational phenomenon. The topics you both address within the band members and their music reflects our contemporary situations and creates more insight and significance to our collective awareness of the band Pearl Jam. Thank you um, for creating the State of Love and Trust podcast. Sincerely, William. Um, listen, I, I'm I'm humbly accept the compliment there, but I'm more stoked that the idea of of this community that we've been talking yeah, he, about. Yeah, he, he found community. That's yeah. and that that's what this is all about. It, it's yeah. what it's why you and I jumped into this this fray. Um, thank you. Very very kind words. Perspective community a love of music that this is why we're doing this so let's continue let's let's get out of the out of the weeds there and let's get into why y'all are here and this week's episode we're going to dip back into our playlist series if you don't know uh the playlist series is basically like let's uh let's take a little bit of new media and old media merge them together let's take the mixtape idea that everyone yep. used to make ripping off the radio People will listen to Nicole on the radio, get their tape cassettes out because those were still a thing, you know, 20 years ago when you're making mix, you know, Kazaa and, and LimeWire, you can make mix CD, <laughs> but mixtapes, mix come on now, mixtapes. And then compare that to like a playlist that you can make. You can you can get them off of Apple Music, you can get them off of Spotify, you can make your own on iTunes or something like that. And let's combine them with the, we'll make one rule. The one rule is EP length, extended play length. And if, for you young youngins, that is 30 minutes or less. Yep. And that, that rule is, we, we can bend that rule a little bit. So the idea is <laughs> put together a playlist that fits a theme around 30 minutes. Cool. This week, and we've done a ton of them before, but this week we're talking about falling in love. Oh, Paul. Yeah. Cockles of my heart. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we did this yield retrospective over three weeks and we just blew right past valentine's day we did so let's go ahead and take a minute or 30 to talk about songs in the catalog that really speak to being in love falling in love the challenges of of being in love the journey the journey of love paul yeah. so I, I don't know how many songs you got um what, what am i here like seven i think I'm somewhere in that vicinity. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're going to go back and forth here. Generally, there's some method to the madness here on why songs are first or last or in between. Before we get into it, Paul, any anything that stuck out to you about this challenge? Uh, yeah. You know, it <clears throat> songs like Better Man and Nothing Man were challenging because, the, the, you know, one at a time here, Nothing Man is a good example of a song of, of, of having love and, and messing it up. Mm-hmm. And you know, does a song like that belong on a on a playlist like this? It 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 is clearly about love, but it you no, know, it's not falling in love per se. It's it, mm-hmm. it's having it and losing it. But there's a lot of songs in the catalog about lost love or pining for love. You know, and we'll black, get there at some point. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, a uh, comeback. Um, you know, uh, it, lost love things like Army Reserve. I mean, there's so many angles that we could take at, or that we could take with this particular. A concept and i felt that it's important to, to think about this idea of love in a broad sense uh, a song like spin the black circle could be deemed a love song it's a love of vinyl right let the records play i mean how do you want to perceive this essentially it can dictate the um, the construct of a playlist like that so what intrigued me about this idea was that i i suspect that there's a distinct possibility that we have wildly different playlists because of the Hmm. broad you know that the fact that you you could hmm. paint over this with a broad brushstroke i think uh but if we both interpret it the same way the flip side of that is we may have almost identical playlists so they're either exactly the same almost or they are wildly different i think either way is interesting because if we are the same or, or nearly the same what does that say about how we interpret the band and how you and i look at the band and look at the music um, and if they're wildly different, whoa, didn't think about that or, or I, I chose to think about it this way. And why is that? Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you. This is interesting. Um, all right. Do you want to go first? Or want me to go first? 
I'll go first. All right. Yeah. First track to... on your falling in love playlist. Uh, I think you got to set the tone with this. And, okay. and there's no no better way to do that than just breathe. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, my, my wife walked down the aisle to this song. So <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a gorgeous uh, uh, ballad beautiful love song i think it's uh, it, it, it's quintessential and it's it, it's ability to capture the the essence i think of of real love there's lots of there's lots of types of love which mm-hmm. i'll get into later on in this discussion but like real genuine authentic grounded love um that's not necessarily colored with wisdom but but it is colored with uh and when i say wisdom i mean like uh, understanding that you know, be, there's this argument it it, it People say a, a good relationship requires work, right? And then others will say, well, no, that's not true. Re- re- if it's real love, it shouldn't require work. If you have to work at it, then it's not real love. It's it's such a fascinating discussion. And I think what Just Breathe does is kind of capture that uh, emotive quality and the, the, the pure essence of it without necessarily finding itself bogged down in the philosophy of it. So. Mm. I like that choice. I like that choice. Uh, my first song is Oceans. Nice. Uh, musically, I think it's the best way to open. Well, almost, almost anything. I mean, it's pretty much the only, it's only played live as a concert opener uh, when played live. And you know how much I love ordering things like a, like a concert. So it's going to start my playlist here. Plus, I think thematically, uh, it feels maybe like the beginning of falling in love, like like a profession, like, wow, I I am in love. This is, you are incredible. I think, I, I, I get the feeling from that. Maybe it's because they were really young when they wrote it, and the music video is kind of in my brain, and it feels kind of like um, flirtatious and new. Uh, but that's the vibe I get from Oceans, and I know Eddie joked at, MTV Unplugged that it's a love song about a surfboard, but I'm sure it's a little bit more than that. Uh, oh, actually, fo- what's the follow-up there? I don't know. What is the follow-up there? I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the whole quote. Okay. This song was a love song I wrote about my surfboard. No. Laughs. Ha ha ha. Actually, it was about a person I'll hopefully see tomorrow named Beth. Oh, right, 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 right. right. I did read that in, uh, in my research and I forgot that that was... Yeah, yeah I forgot yeah. that part. But yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, Beth Liebling, if you guys don't know, Ed's first wife, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, um, so I, you're going to see a pattern from me, I think, sort of, um, in how I order these things. Uh, if you know me, if you if you know my retracking episodes, if you know my playlist, you know I'm probably going to have some sort of narrative arc here in some capacity. So yep, yep. Uh, expect that. But Ocean's opening up for me. Nice. Very lovely. Uh, I like future days here. I think okay. that the, the, those two opening up, if you don't know, this is a, a, a love playlist, a playlist about falling in love by now. <laughs> you definitely do. Uh, but I also like the way that it, it kind of creates this wistful, uh, you know, lovely, just tranquil tone to it. You know what I mean? Uh, because you can go anywhere from here. You've kind of opened up in a way where you, you really can't return to this, I think. Uh, otherwise, it's going to feel redundant. It's 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 just going to feel slow, and so you have to go somewhere else. But you can go literally in any other direction. And I rarely would start a playlist with two songs that sound very very similar in terms of composition. Usually, if I'm making a playlist, I want to start off with something that really really sets the tone, captures a mood, and then I want to elevate or escalate into something mm-hmm. from there, and then bring it back down again. You know, with the classic Cusack uh, high fidelity approach. <laughs> but uh, uh, at the same time, I mean, sometimes it's fun to do something a little bit different. Uh, you know, per- Pearl Jam's uh, ever ever changing song openers to their shows kind of does a great job of uh, helping to uh, broaden my perspectives in that. Listen, regard. they've opened with Alive, they've opened with Crazy Mary, they've opened with Back in the Free right. World. And, and, uh, and, and there, there, there's a strong argument for all those uh, those songs, right? So for me, it's like, well, what if you open with two songs that that, that are very similar? In message, very similar in, in tonality, very similar in composition structure, uh, musically, what happens there? And I, I tried it and I actually really liked it. I, I liked how I was very eager to see where the playlist would go next because I knew where I didn't want it to go. I didn't want to hear another song that sounded like these two. 
because it would, like I said, it would have been over, but you know, it just would have been redundant. But, but I also knew that it really put me in a, in a good place. It put me in, a, in a, a, a happy place where I felt the uh, the airs of love, right? And uh, musical long johns. Yeah, exactly. A, a nice bass layer of love. Nice bass layer. We're working with a solid bass here. Kind of, you could you could say we're cooking with gas, right? Where mm-hmm. do we go from here? Too expensive these days. Induction, my friend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm going to go from oceans into thin air. Um, I would call this maybe like the honeymoon phase, at least for one person um, song. Uh, the person you're with at this point can do no wrong. And, and you are feeling all the feels. Maybe the love is still a little one-sided, but there's definitely a spark. And... The singer in this one feels it in their bones, that this is the real thing, even if maybe the other person doesn't know it yet. I get some of that vibe from this song, and I like that it kind of, it's kind of a la 2022 tour where we're kind of like easing ourselves in. So Mm -hmm. Ocean's kind kind of down here, thin air, not much higher. Maybe we'll go up with the next song. Uh, But I liked from a romantic chronology of sorts oceans is identifying the love thin air is the very very early stages of oh my god i'm learning all these things about this person and it's all fantastic and i'm really into it um so we'll see we'll see where we go from there but i like oceans into thin air nice uh so this was pivotal for me when i first did this exercise my third song was i am mine Oh. It's not anymore. But the okay. reason it was I am mine was because I thought that this this love of self was important. Yeah. If you don't find a way to love yourself, you really ultimately can't find a way to truly love That could love have been first. It could have been first. Exactly. Uh, so th- this was a song that I, I had trouble placing because I initially put it third. At one point, I flipped the script and I did actually put it first. Then I had it at the very end. Ultimately, I removed it altogether because okay. I felt like it, it, it's a statement song on a playlist like this. And it was a statement that I that I wanted to make in different variations of this playlist. But because I was drawn to starting it off with songs like Just Breathe and um, Future Days, I felt like this song maybe was was better suited in a, in a playlist that was a bit more eclectic in terms of the, the angles that it approaches when it comes to an idea like love. So I, I decided to simplify things. And I, instead, I went with a song called You Are. Oh, and I, I think you are a, a perfectly placed track here. Like I said, you can go anywhere after those two songs, but you got to go somewhere new. And I feel like you are is a perfect example of that. Just the the, the way that guitar opens with Mike at the beginning, uh, "Love Is a Tower," you are the key. Uh, you get some 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 beautiful ocean imagery in there as well, and it sonically is absolutely nothing like the the prior two tracks. Mm-hmm. So I think it it does a really nice job, kind of as a, as a follow up. And at this point in time. You, you still know the theme of this this playlist, but you really feel like you're on a journey, and it, it, anywhere is fair game at this point in time. Uh, and that's how I feel about love. I feel like you just you really don't know where it's taking you, but you know that you're along for the ride, and you're happy to be there. Well, it's funny that you put it there because I also have you are as number three. Oh, fascinating! All right, uh, for a lot of the reasons you said, you know that we got to ch- kind of change course, and you can kind of gonna go anywhere. Now, I've established the fact that I'm doing some sort of chronology of, of being in love or getting to be in love kind of thing. For, so for me, You Are is the full-on smitten song, okay? Mm. Uh, both <laughs> people have bought in at this point. Maybe it's been going on for eight or nine months. Like, you, you, you hear that groove, Matt and Jeff? and the guy? Like, that's how smooth everything is going. It's just like right in the pocket. That's how smooth things are going. This is the deepest either of the people have felt in love for a while if ever okay this this is the this is that point where you feel like you'd fight someone for the other person this is you know it's 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 past honeymoon and and you've already made it past your first major fight and and you've become stronger for it so you you really bonded at this point so you feel almost invincible as a couple like us against the world ah, that kind of thing this is the acknowledgement that the other person makes you feel this way it's it's like a, hey I'm shouting from the rooftops and we're arm in arm. It's not just you know the 
I like that person, Ocean's vibe, or the, oh man, this might be the real thing, the Nara vibe. This is like, hey, we both agree, this is the thing. And we are in it. Uh, so yeah, you are for me at number three, makes a lot of sense. Fantastic. You love to hear that. Like it. Well, what better way to follow up you are than with Oceans on my side? Oh, okay. Uh, you get that really cool, you know, open detuning. I mean, again, it's just playing around with, with different types of progressions, different tuning. And I, I think sonically, I like the, the pivot here. And again, it just, it keeps us moving in new and surprising directions. I think there, there's some parallel imagery happening in a song like Oceans when, when coupled right with, I should say, with you are. So, and, and the vibe I think is, is, is very, very, um, how do I say this? It's very, it's not wistful, but it's, um, it's taken. You know what I mean? You're mm. just taken with somebody. You're, 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 you're taken on this wave of That's emotion. That's a great word I should feeling. have used earlier on. <laughs> uh, well, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's a, uh, you hear that word, you think of, uh, you know, Liam Neeson on a phone. I was just going to say. That's like, <laughs> wrong taken. I have a particular set of skills. It's, <laughs> I can love like, this way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. So, yeah, that would, that would be number four for me. Okay, cool. Um, well, oh, by the I, way, did, did you know that uh, that uh, this song was chosen by Stone Gossard as his favorite song from 10 and that Jeff also nominated this as his favorite song from 10? Really? Isn't that nuts? Like that, like both guys. I knew they liked it. I didn't know they thought of it that highly. Yeah, there's an interview. Someone was, someone was the, into it because he he loved how how much it did with just simple setup. Like it was, just, it's all open. It's an open detuning, and like it's just like two little finger changes, and that's the whole thing. I love Dave Cruson's thought on it too, where he recorded drums and then added some timpanis. And then, like for S's and G's, they removed the drums and just left the timpanis alone. And everyone's like, yeah, "That's cool. I like that more." <laughs> and they're like, "Cool. Well, that's, we'll just do timpanis." Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen to what Jeff said. He said, "When we recorded it, I thought we were pushing the envelope, and that there was a lot of other places that we could take the music that we made." I also like the intro and outro music, which was kind of art project that we did on a day where somebody was sick. That's what I get most excited about. The stuff. That's just a little bit outside of our comfort zone. If that does not describe well, so Christ. much of the last four albums, <laughs> Jesus and, and, I Christ, mean, right? Yeah. This is this is 1991. You know what I mean? So how how cool is that callback? Yeah. Okay. So from you are, uh, I'm going to go with Force of Nature. Oh, good call there. Thank you. So for me, at this point, the love is strong. We've established that. Uh, Maybe they've been uh, dating for a couple of years. You know, the, the first big challenge is presented, though. Uh, something has maybe separated uh, you and this other person. You know, every great relationship presents these challenges, either by physical distance or some emotional questioning. Sometimes you get so deep into a relationship that you get scared because you've never traveled this path before out into the great unknown. Uh, if I can paraphrase Tom Petty. Uh but you have to have faith. There, there's a reason you guys have lasted so long at this point. And this song to me is all about that. It's all about trust. Trust in a real connection. And this song talks about meeting that challenge and passing it. Passing the test of the first major challenge. A fight isn't a challenge. That Those, those happen forever. You're always going to have fights here and there. Uh, but a big massive test if, if it's physical distance someone's gone like I, I've mentioned this before with this song specifically where I was gone for six weeks at a time across the world working you if your connection is strong it works out so whatever that whatever that separation is whatever that challenge is this is a major one and so I, I like Force of Nature being this song kind of here sort of in the middle of the playlist kind of denoting a massive hurdle for the couple to face and getting past it so that's a that's a big win so force of nature here after you are very cool i like that um yeah i thought about force of nature but then i started thinking about super blood wolf moon and and all, and all these songs that fall into that same bucket and it's again there's so many variations of this, of, of this mm -hmm. uh, i think i i tried to, to stay on the same branch with a lot of the songs i'm choosing here so i i went in i went in with thin air next so nice. we, we, we bring yep. it back down again. Again, I mean, sonically speaking, where we're headed with some of these songs. So you got Oceans and Thin Air back to back like I do. I do, yes, actually. Um, 
But with Thin Air, what I liked about it is, it, in many ways, it's a song about like new love. You know what I mean?、Um, mm. Yes, exactly. And it has that、uh, that that quality about it of having a connection with somebody and recognizing that that there's a vulnerability there. You know what I mean? That you're with somebody that 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 has this inex that this this inexplicable. There's a gravity to this relationship, and, and you, you both feel this pull. And that I think, in a lot of ways, that 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 magnet. You know, where they talk about magnetism, right? But it, for for me, it's more like gravity because I feel like magnetism. Magnetism, you you can pull and push and pull and, and pull away.、Uh, with with gravity, it, you can't escape it. And I think that that's、One、the thing they love.、Yep. Yeah, you know,、um, and that there's something about the fear of losing that and 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 not wanting to feel that. And I think that only further aids or adds to that gravity. So I like thin air here for that reason, and、Very、it also、good. works well with the idea of being, you know, thin air. The higher up you go, you know what I mean. You're just、oh, really、yeah. in this rarefied air there when it comes to new love. Well, for me,、um, coming off the back of Force of Nature, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stay nautical. Nice. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> in in the, in the mind of Eddie, that's fine.、Uh, I'm gonna go with Amongst the Waves, and at this point. The relationship is, and 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 the speaker, you, let's just call it you, are seasoned, really seasoned in the relationship, and you you both have battled so many issues, some your own, some theirs,、uh, and you've gotten through them. Now maybe it's been like seven or eight years now. You know, this is like the longest relationship you both have had. You're thinking back about what you guys have been through, and you look to the future, and. The future is unknown, and the unknown is still a little scary. But you're happy to brave it because you both have each other to face it together, and that's the key. That's the that, that's where you're at now. You've faced a major hurdle, and now you've gotten to a point where it's like, oh shit, I've never experienced a relationship that's gotten to this point before. The future is completely new, and look, humanity is scared of what they don't know. Right, different differences, changes, new things. People are hesitant. Oftentimes, I would say, as a collective body, individuals, of course, can be brave and like fuck it,、mm -hmm. and just take risks and go out there. And but a lot, of, I would say, collectively, humanity is hesitant to make change or to venture into unknown waters. And, and for individuals or a couple, if you haven't been with somebody for a certain amount of time, maybe you don't know how to how to. How to go to that place, or if there should be a pivot or not. So I think "Amongst the Waves" is a good song here to say, "Hey, we've been around the block for a while, and I'm appreciative of this, but also, shit, I don't know what's coming, but I know that、right. I've got you to deal with it." Right, right, right. I like it. I like that the, the security that comes with with knowing that you have an anchor like that. Exactly.、Uh, th this one here. I couldn't imagine a playlist like this without this song on it, even though it's a song that I would be most tempted to skip on the playlist. And and that song is Sirens. Aha.、Uh -huh. Yes.、Uh, so so Sirens to me that lyrically speaking, first of all, it was this very conscious attempt to write a ballad, which is why I think it it has always felt like a square peg being forced into a circle hole for me.、Um, I like it when it comes out a bit more organic than this.、Uh, I think Mike came out and said that he was trying to.、Uh, What was he trying to write? It was like a, a Pink Floyd a, a song, Rod,、right? yeah, like seeing like Roger Waters, right? Yeah, something about a, a Roger Waters song.、Um, and I just, I look at the lyrical content of the song, right?、Mm -hmm. It's a fragile thing, this life we lead. If I think too much, I can get overwhelmed by the grace by which we live our lives, with death over our shoulders. And then you, you look deeper into this.、Um, I danced in laughter with the ever after, but all things change. Let this remain. I could take your hand and feel your breath for some,、uh, for fear that someday we'll be over. It, it is a love song on on so many levels.、Uh, it, there's a, a tragic element to it, but at the same time, there's an immediacy and an urgency to it as well. And you don't really get a lot of answers necessarily, but that 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 line, I studied your face. The fear goes away. Is、uh, if that isn't A, a, sim 
emblematic of what love is really about. This idea mm. of you know, finding courage in the loving eyes and gaze of somebody that you, you deeply care for. I, I don't know what is. And, and I like how it elevates beyond the, the lustful element of love. And it focuses on fear and finding comfort in the eyes of somebody that you, you love so deeply and that providing you with what you need as a necessary means to overcome that fear. Uh, because I think that that's, you know, on so many levels, that's what love really is. That's why love is so important in the world, is that we, we, we oftentimes scoff at love and say, I don't need this, I don't need that, I don't need another person. Well, we do, we all need somebody. And, and part of that is just to, to help will ourselves beyond the trials and tribulations in, in a world that is increasingly so much more filled with strife than I think it ever has been. So just a, it's a great nod, I think, to, to the uh, spirit of a playlist like this. And, and I think that the, the more I, I listen to the lyrics, the more I appreciate the song, even if I wish it was composed maybe a little differently. Sometimes. I mean, you kind of just touched on uh, one of the best moments in rock history in the outro of November Rain. Yeah, Don't yeah. you think that you need somebody? Yep. Don't you think that you need someone? Yeah. Everybody needs somebody. Yep. You're not the only one. Fucking A. I mean, that that's it. That's it. You're right. Yeah. Hey, listen, Sirens is a great shout. And I wish Sirens had been November Rain. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of songs were still in November Rain. Let's be honest. Yep. That song yep. is amazing. Uh, listen, I, I actually had Sirens next until I didn't. No, um, for, okay. for all the reasons you just said, I, I, my gut instinct was have it come after amongst the waves. Oh, and then okay. as I was listening to listening to it, I was like, mm, it has to come after amongst the waves, but not yet. And the song that gets in the way for me is just breathe. Oh. And the reason why I have just breathe in the way, because there is a little, like a little keyframe for all my editor friends, There's a little keyframe in between those two points and just breathe is that keyframe. So it's kind of like, you know, you're married. Okay. So now, now the relationship has moved on. You're married. You've got maybe a couple of kids, uh, maybe young ones, you know, and you've, you've not really been able to be with your spouse the way that you used to for a while, because as we both know, when you have little kids, sometimes your your head is down and all of a sudden you look up and it's been like 10 days since you've had like a romantic night or just like a night to like spend really with it. it can be like that sometimes um so maybe this is like the rare night out and this is what you tell them this song and, and you want to make sure they know that they're still the love of your life and it, it, it's it's challenging to balance like i said your romantic love with the love of raising a family together but everyone needs a reminder and to do it with humility and vulnerability is the strength of character that they married you for. And, you know, anybody will tell you, you got to make room for date night. Like you, you, if you tell, if you have like single friends who are like getting married, you say, or, or I'm sorry, having like a, having a kid for the first time, you say, you've got to obviously the kid's number one now, that's to you, but you still have to make room for each other because if you don't, shit's going sideways give yourself at least a night a month if not a couple nights a month for to keep that flame lit and i feel like this song is kind of like that date night amongst the everything else do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i like i like it here to kind of bridge the gap and i'm obviously tipping my hand what's next but where are you going next i'm going with a song that i think could easily be characterized as one of the finest love songs in the Pearl Jam catalog. Oh, mama. And it's arguably one of the most underappreciated songs. Lucan. Okay, here we go. No, <laughs> but, but close. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mankind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Stone, Stone has a heavy hand in the song. Parachutes. Oh, that's a good shot. I completely fucking spaced on that one. I, I, this is a song that I was an immediate skip when I first heard Avocado. I was like, mm -hmm. what is this? Then I rediscovered my love of the Beatles and I was just, just drawn to a song like Parachutes. And then I really studied the song. I'm going to read you just two sets of lyrics from this song. Okay. Um, this is the, the, the ending. And then I'm going to read you part of the chorus. And love, what a different life had I not found this love with you. I would have fallen from the sky till you. Parachutes have opened now. That's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it is such a gorgeous, 
beautiful tune. And as a composition, it is incredible in so many ways. Just uh, the way that the progressions move in and out, it, it's surprising chord progressions. I think lyrically, it's, it's highly underrated. There's that really kind of hushed vocal delivery mm -hmm. in certain spots. Um, it's funny. It's it's it, it's a beautiful ballad, and I, and I think sometimes you you it feels like you got the the band singing in unison together in a lot of ways, and uh, it, it it feels to me in a lot of ways what what Sirens maybe wanted to be. I was just gonna say right? is this what Sirens wanted to be in a lot of ways. It's uh it's probably a bit more muted. I think Sirens mm. tries to be a bit more bombastic. But I, I think this is just an incredible love song, and uh, the the more I, I think about the song, I listen to it, I read the lyrics, I meditate with it, muse over it. The the more I, I start to fall in love with it, quite frankly. And and what better way to characterize love? It's this idea of, of you know a parachute as a as a device exists to save you when you are you know spiraling helplessly and hurtling through the air into whatever black abyss of of nothingness or, or hell or, or depression or, or you know heaven forbid even in a literal sense death uh, and the how the love of someone can literally be your parachute is uh, is a, a profound thought but b I mean just an apt metaphor so I think it's it's a worthy addition to a playlist like this well I mentioned it a moment ago and I am going with sirens next uh, nice Listen, musically speaking, I'm with you where I think there's a lot of moments that I really enjoy about the song. Um, I think coming out of that post-solo bridge into the final chorus is really, really nice, but it feels a bit um, too thought out, I guess, is the, is the way I would think about mm -hmm. it. Um, but in the scheme of this playlist, in the scheme of what this song is saying lyrically, it has to kind of be on here for what I'm trying to do. And... So in the context of my narrative, if you can call it that, um, I feel like now we're older, we're wiser. The, the kids are much older now. You know, they don't need you as much and life is slowing down again and, and you're rediscovering the love of your life again. You, you've both been in the weeds trying to raise the family that you made together for so long and you almost forgot what the other person means to you. It's been mm -hmm. just so long. Sometimes in this time, you take each other for granted, and there's new challenges, but nothing you've not considered or dealt with before. And, and this is the song that proves that you're still in love with them as much as ever, even if maybe time has flown by in a way where you've not shown them as much as you really should have. Mm. So again, another sort of bridge song that it that's it it talks about how much you love them, but I feel like you said it better than I did a few moments ago. But yeah, it's a bridge from one thing to the next. You pick your head up and you go, oh shit! In a lot of ways, kind of like a, amongst the waves, this acknowledgement, like I haven't forgotten about you, and now we're now we're old, and we've gone through so much together, but. There may not be as much time left, but I want you to know I, I haven't forgotten about us. So yeah, I, I think I think Sirens makes sense here for me. Fantastic choice. I love the rationale behind that. Are you so on your last song or second? I am. Song? No, okay. I, I'm on. I'm on the last song here. Okay. Um, it, it was a debate between two songs. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you the winner, and then I'll tell you the loser. And, and I feel like both could be here for the same reasons. But the, I, I would. I love the idea of ending a playlist like this with Other Side. Oh, wow. I, I okay. really do. Uh, death ain't the same without you, dear. You know, a stare begging for a prayer. I love this idea of being on the other side now. Being in a place where you... <sighs> you've lost the, the one thing that's most important to you. Um, and you are on one side of the spectral plane and she or he is on the other side and there, there, there's a painful uh beauty to this song in a lot of ways uh, it, it's uh, he, he jeff wrote this uh as a tribute i think to his parents relationship which was mm -hmm. it continues to be quite long one had passed on and this is the message 
to the other, right? To, to the living spouse. And uh, the, the idea that, that love can, can somehow cross that divide, love can be strong enough to, to survive even death, is if that isn't the most prescient thought or, or way to end a song about uh, love, then I don't know what is. Um, it's, it, it, it has that uh, tragic Shakespearean element to it, it really in a lot does. of ways. It's great, yeah. It's, it, it, and I, I think it's fantastic. It's, it's an underrated gem. We've talked about the song before, uh, but I just love that idea of like begging for a prayer because that's the only way you can hear and feel that person in another plane at this point in time. You know that that's that that's the direct path to, to that communication. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 it it leaves me stunned sometimes. I listen to that song, and uh, it's almost like very few times do I hear songwriting, and I, it's it's left me speechless. And I think it's the the ideas behind this song that leave me feeling so more so necessarily than the composition itself, both sonically and lyrically. But there's just enough there to ground it and, and allow that space to breathe. And so I think it's a be- beautiful way to end a playlist like this. I'm going with the other side. Though Listen. the song that lost out was Light oh. Years. Oh, okay. For, 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 for similar yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I had it in the same spot. I just think other side does a better job of it. You see, you, if I had another shot at this, I might lose a song to grab one of those because I like the idea of an epilogue. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I feel like either one of those, probably other side, based on what you were saying, we my epilogue song that would like, Oh, I've got an extra five minutes at the gym. Let's go ahead and pop that back. <laughs> on. Um, although that's an odd playlist to have at the gym. Anyways, uh, <laughs> my, my last song you mentioned earlier, it's future days. Ah, yeah. perfect. It, hell, it closes lightning bolt. It's going to close this for me. So now for, for it, for my little story here, as I always do, the kids are adults. Maybe even have kids of their own. Basically, the point is, you guys made it. You made it. You know, all the challenges that go with a long-term relationship, you've battled through them. And they've ultimately made y'all stronger. It's been maybe like 30 years now. You're, you know, past the midlife crisis era. You've made it past all that shit. And this is a thank you to that person for living life with you. Because looking back, you don't know how you could have lived with, without them right at, at this point you fully acknowledge that that your life has had meaning uh that your dream has been realized and it's because of them everything else is just a bonus so let's just both enjoy it and, and that's a fitting way for me to end my story is it's it's like it's the story before the story you just said, right? I didn't get to the, yeah. <laughs> the ultimate period. I put I put ellipses at the end of my post. You put a that's period. okay, yeah. And uh, but there you go, yeah. Future days. So g- give me um give me your full list one more time. Uh, just breathe. Future days. You are oceans. Thin air. Sirens. Parachutes. Other side. I went with oceans, thin air, you are, force of nature, amongst the waves, just breathe, sirens, and future days. I feel like we approached it from sort of similar angles. Yeah, we, 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 we did. A couple paths away from where I was going. Mm. I, I like it, it though. Man, what do you what do you guys think? I mean, I feel like this is this is harder in the sense than than other uh, playlists because I feel like there's fewer songs celebrating love. Yeah, um, obviously a lot. Uh, as you heard, many of them come from the latter half of the band's career. It, whereas if we, when, when we do falling out of love or heartbreak, most of those are going to be from the front half of the catalog. Right. Um, so that posed its own fun kind of way of looking at things, um, focusing so much more on the latter half of the career. But because there's so few of them, how do you, if you're going with this romantic kind of thing, how do you place them? And the fact that you dropped others aside and parachutes in there, and I had force of nature in there, yeah, yeah. like oh shit, like these little tiny detours, you know. So I'm curious, what do you guys think? What what, what have you got? Is there some amalgam of the two of ours? Is there something that you know, you Paul, you mentioned going self love or or love of you, you something that a, makes Johnny you guitar. Feel- could be on a playlist like this. Yeah, it's true. There's so many ways to think about this. So I would love to hear some some other variations from our good listeners. Share. Um, we've got a new Discord channel. So if you guys want to uh, 
have a more flowing chat, get on Discord. Again, link in the bio. Uh, of course, we've got you know Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that yep. stuff. Email us, hell. Yeah, curious to see what you guys got. Let's move on, though, to a series that we have. Uh, we're, we're, we're probably halfway through, I'd say, this series. This is the Essential Song series where we each make an argument for the song that we feel is the most. If, if someone said, hey, give me one song from that album that represents the album, what is it? Right. This is that song. It may not be your favorite track. It may not be quote unquote the best song unto itself. What's the song that that articulates what the album is about? So it's very key language there. What what, what do you got? Well, I'm going to read something first. I'm going to read something as far as how uh, the band thought about the album. Stone Gossard. He explained that the uh, reflective tone was indicative of the band member's age at the time. So he says, at 40-something, almost 50-something, you are looking at life through your kid's eyes, through the filter of relationships that are 20 or 30 years long, through the filter of your parents getting older and the passing of friends and relatives and relationships, all that they encompass the difficulties of them and the sacrifices you make in them and also the joy they bring you. Now, Ed said this, he said, um, at first he was afraid of writing songs about mortality, but he relented given that he felt that quote, death is everywhere and writing about death would help him get through it. So the main songwriters in the band, or at least two of them said, this is what this album feels like to us. So with that said, Paul, where did you decide to go? What what is what is the song that is the most essential track from like oh, I mean it it's it's a hard question to answer because it does mine so much territory. Yes. Uh you know, you, you've got a song like uh you know, Getaway, for example, or Mind You Manners, criticisms of the indoctrination of certain elements of faith. Um, obviously there's songs on here like future days, which talk about relationships, uh, song like infallible, which, which has, has more of like a, a social commentary feel to it. Uh, but more than anything else, I think when I listen to an album, like, like lightning bolt, it's so very much about life, but in a different way than vitology is. Uh, I think that it's that reflectiveness that stands out to me, this idea of reflection. And, and this is, this is. It's an important skill when you think about the taxonomy of critical thinking, right? We're, we're moving beyond just experience and knowledge and trying to gain understanding of that. We're moving even beyond just analyzing that experience and, and, and synthesizing it. We're getting to a point where we're trying to evaluate what that experience means to us and where we fall into that, that space and, 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 and how we're supposed to view ourselves and the world around us within, the, within that paradigm. So I believe that a sonic pendulum is what encapsulates that. Mm. It's it's about that transience of life. It's there, there's such a, a prescient quality of it. It it seems to just capture the ebbs and flows and, and and the back and forth. And easy left me a long time ago, right? And and I think that's that's just it. As we start growing older, uh, we start remembering that there, there there was that lightning bolt element to our youth. You know, where mm. you're just like energized. And then as we start growing older, we start reflecting on everything. Um, and it, it's, we, you start realizing that, especially for these guys, as they entered their, was the, their 40s, I think is the time. Yeah. Um, it, it, easy really does leave. <laughs> Very few things when you start having families no and, and growing up. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, the, 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 I can't think of, uh, I can think of very little in my life that I would characterize as easy these days. Um, maybe this only cause it's fun. May, maybe this. Yeah. And maybe this. Uh, so yeah, I, I think in, in many ways, pendulum is, is, is very much the essential song of lightning bolt. And, and I think it's notable that they opened so many songs from the tour with that song as well. It, it really, to me, set the tone for the album. And I cannot think of lightning bolt without them. When I think of the album, this is the song that comes to mind first. Funny that it's, the song that came from the backspacer sessions. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. When, when I think about when I think about the lightning bolt tour, I think of Benjamin first, hundred percent, hundred percent. 
I'm going to throw you a curveball. There's no way you'd guess that I'm going to choose this song. Uh, but go ahead and try. I'm going to try. Okay. My father's son. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. No. Uh, my choice, and this is after a hard deliberation. This is a hard one for me. Uh, I was thinking about Getaway for a minute. Mm-hmm. I thought about Pendulum. Uh, I ultimately, I don't know how I came upon looking at these lyrics. Because I, I ordinarily, I would, I'd be like, this song, this song is fine. And then I looked at the lyrics and I'm like, hmm, okay. Let me, let me go listen to it while reading the lyrics. And I go, shit. Again, one of those songs that I just kind of, you gotta, you gotta kind of dive beneath the layers. Like a, like an animal that burrows. What, what would you call it? Like a mole? I don't know. What, what animals that burrow? <laughs> well, there's one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but those are blind. I don't. Uh, we're going off the rails here. My choice is swallowed whole. I was just about to say when really? you were giving me those. Yeah, well, you were giving me those analogies. He's going to go with swallowed whole. Yeah. So it's got a little bit of every style of Pearl Jam uh, that, ha- that they have in the arsenal, except for, of course, one, which is like, you know, the crazy, super aggressive stuff. But, you know, what do you expect from a guy that from a bunch of guys that are nearly 50? Um, musically, the song is very dynamic. Um, and it's it's a song that has grown on me considerably, especially in the last, I don't know, couple of weeks. The lyrics, though, I think speak to most of what Stone and Ed were talking about and the quotes I, I said earlier. This song really speaks to the challenges of aging, the massive, unanswerable life questions, challenges of self and family, mortality, kind of everything. And, and looking backward at the now and trying to look forward in a hopeful manner. You know, the way Ed uses senses to illustrate his mental and emotional states, but he he does so in a narrative kind of way, and he's showing you how he's grappling with the big life questions and, and, and feelings that one goes through in middle age. And for someone who's past the 40-year mark, raising my hand, uh, I'm starting to ask a lot of similar questions, maybe? So it, it's a mature song, both lyrically and musically, and I think while it may not be my favorite track, on the record, I think it is definitely the one that encapsulates what Lightning Bolt is um, the best. What what the I think what I've read from more than just those two guys about what they felt this album represented on a whole. Um, this would be the most essential song for that purpose. Now, what you said about Pendulum makes me go, God damn it, you're right. But I've got to <laughs> stick with my with my guns here. So I'm going with Swallowed Hole. I like your call. It's uh, it, it's it's a fresh perspective. Because you th- you probably would have thought, oh, okay, he's going to go with Lightning Bolt or Mind Your Manners. Oh, I know Lightning Bolt's your favorite song on the album. It's it's uh, it's high. I don't know if it's the, but it's definitely high. I do enjoy okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, they mine so much territory that I I. That was the hard know. thing. Yeah, that's what makes it difficult. Going song by song, it's like they're talking about a lot of shit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's that's my choice. Swallowed whole. Paul, your choice is uh, Mark Pendulum. Lincoln. Pendulum. Yep. What do you guys think when you think about Lightning Bolt? What is the song? Not like you know, I went to the tour and so I, I was looking really looking forward to seeing Yellow Moon. Like, what what is the song that essential? What is the essential song? Yes. So we look forward to that. But now we got to move on to our lyric of the week. All right, Lyric of the Week this week, we're going to stick with Lightning Bolt, keep it on theme, on brand, and this week's song we both mentioned earlier is Future Days. If I ever were to lose you, I'd surely lose myself. Everything I have found dear, I'm not found by myself. Try and sometimes you'll succeed to make this man of me. 
all my stolen missing parts I've no need for any all right, Paul, Future Days, this is the first verse of a lovely song. What do you got? Uh, it's, it's gorgeous set of lyrics. If I ever were to lose you, I'd surely lose myself. I mean, it's that that feeling of being lost in someone and in that love that you have for that person. Um, I, I, I love the humility in these lyrics, too, right? To try and sometimes you'll succeed to make this man of me. All my stolen, missing parts... I have no need for anymore. And I, I love the idea that you can finally be free to be yourself. Like if that, again, there's so many great Eddie Vedder lyrics that personify what love, what real genuine love really is. Uh, and, and Jeff had some, some great ones too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, there's something special about, I think, these lyrics here. All of my stolen missing parts I have no need for anymore. Um, that you, you, we, we try to be something sometimes that we're not. We, we try to put on a persona in the belief that we have to, you know, peacock, so to speak, to attract. When in reality, we don't need to spread feathers far and wide in order to present this blinding spectrum of color and attract somebody. We, hmm. You just have to be yourself. And there's that, that gravity in each of us. And the right person will be anchored by that, you know, will be drawn into that. And, uh, and be, and be happy to do that. You know what I mean? Um, in contrast to being in that rarefied thin air, again, I'm, I'm mixing all my metaphors up here because <laughs> it, there's really, <laughs> and, and maybe that that's what makes love so special, right? Is that, uh, when we talk about the temporal plane, uh, it, it really exists in, in, in every single layer. So beautiful, beautiful lyrics about, uh, what, what I think real love is. And Eddie Vedder knocks it out of the park with this. So. I understand that there's a theory out there, a strong theory that Ed wrote this, at least in part, about his friend from the frogs, Dennis Flemion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tragically passed away in a drowning accident in Wisconsin in 2012. However, I've always looked at this song like you as a love song. Now, I mean, it, it could be, you know, those aren't mutually exclusive. It could be a love song about the love of, of, of the friend but the, it's it's written vaguely enough that we can kind of easily pivot this to, to romantic right which is what i tend to do for myself now uh that is the beauty of, of art uh, is you can interpret it any way you'd like and i i've always felt that this was in some way a love letter and, and so much so as i've mentioned countless times on the show before that my wife and i chose it as our first dance song at our wedding so we've we've mm-hmm. both ticked the box in this episode of of wedding songs uh when, when you think about why you are with someone why you are married to someone it's the reasons articulated herein and the acknowledgement that who you're with makes you a better person that you you couldn't be who you were without them, that by subtraction, you couldn't possibly be whole again, uh, which is exactly why I placed Future Days at the end of my playlist. Uh, in fact, before they play this song in Hartford in 2013, Ed dedicates it to all the parents out there keeping their love alive despite the stresses and challenges of raising a family. I think he actually makes <laughs> a joke about babysitters. Like, good kudos to the babysitters for letting you guys have a night out. So, if it's about Dennis Flamion, fantastic. I mean, hell, the three cricket hearts callback line is right there. So it's entirely possible he's a part of this equation. But to me, it's a wonderful ode to love that lasts because for both people, it has to for them to feel complete. God damn it, Ed. You do a really <laughs> good job of writing these little, these little lines that are just, or these little stanzas that just, stand out even in songs oh. that may feel less remarkable um or less bombastic than others in the catalog you mentioned parachutes in comparison to sirens like great yeah, example yeah. you think of sirens first you forget about parachutes but probably the better song <laughs> so uh i want to know what you guys think about future days some people call it cheesy nonsense um it is it's it's quite schmaltzy especially with that piano intro and outro but you know what god damn it i like it i'm here for it uh, and uh, you know what? A little sidebar. I have not seen The Last of Us, never played the game, none of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Future Days uh, it, mm-hmm. it is uh, the soundtrack of a very 
poignant moment in Last of Us Part Two. Yes. Uh, so yeah, this is for those of you who who are uh, fans of that series. Uh, I suppose maybe look into that, huh? And funny enough, uh, this is a very timely episode because uh, The Last of Us on HBO, the TV version of the video game, is in on episode seven at this point. I want to say, and mm-hmm. I believe there was a moment um, in this last episode where they played Pearl Jam's All or None. Oh. So they're really bringing it back. They're a little, little tip of the cap. Now, Last of Us Part 2 will come out at some point in the future. Uh, that storyline, at least. So I'm curious how they'll handle the the future days moment. But at least they did a little a little nod to that uh, reference in this first season. So for all, all those Last Very of Us cool. fans, you know what's happening. Um, we got to move on, though, to our live cut of the week. Ready? All right, live cut, future days, lightning bolt tour. Where are we going? We're going to Buffalo, Jason. We're going to Buffalo on October 12th, 2013. Let's go future days. Succeed to make this man of me. All my stolen missing parts, I've no need for anymore. I believe, and I believe, cause I can see our future day is of you. Focused on April You came deep as any ocean Or did something out there here All the complexities and games No one wins but somehow they still play All the missing crooked hearts They may die but in us they live on I believe, and I believe, cause I can see our future day is off you. Thank you. 
Wrestler. Thanks for that. So this song has only been played 16 times total in now 10 years. Uh, that's not a lot of times. No. I tell you what, number one, it's got the piano intro. Uh, and, and that box is game changer. Yes. <laughs> box Huge <tick>. box. <laughs> what I loved about this one too, by the way, second ever performance of this song. What I loved about this uh, performance is the full band. It sounds so much bigger. A lot of the a lot of the versions of this is just Ed by himself, which can be nice. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you got everybody involved, um, Matt in the backing vocal sounds fantastic. Boom is magical on this, just yeah. sitting in that bed. Um, it's a really pretty rendition. And I'll tell you what, it sounds like the album version came alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds more three-dimensional than the album version. And for me, I think it's a fantastic choice. It, I want, is this why you chose it or why did you choose it? Yeah, you, you summed it up. It, it's, it's that the big component for me was, was boom. He's there for every one of these performances, right? I don't, what, it's like, why would you not include him? What, why would you not include him? It's, it it's such an iconic intro. part. It's, it's, it's I know. The things underneath everything else too. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and you know, there's a uh, the beautiful, uh, you know, reverb fading outro on the album to this. Oh, it's man. just, I, I don't know. I don't understand why it's not played this way every time. To me, it's it's the quintessential live cut. Uh, it just breathes better. You know what I mean? Um, just just let the song breathe, guys. Just breathe. <laughs> I apologize to everybody who's groaning right now. All right, guys. Uh, that is the episode. We thank you for continuing on with us. And to everybody who's new, welcome. And and, and, and go back. There's, there's 145 other ones of these things where we jibber-jabber about this band that we all love. Um... A big thank you to everybody who listens from week to week to week to week to week. Um, a really big thank you to our patrons on Patreon. Uh, a really big thank you to anybody who's bought a t-shirt. There's already orders in for the new t-shirt. So again, Tivoli fans, you'll appreciate that one. And uh, yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Feed the algorithm. You got to feed it. You got to feed it. We'll be with you next week with a very special guest. We are so excited to talk to her. And we hope you're excited for that episode, too. So until then, you have been listening to The State of Love and Trust. Love and Trust.